Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelly Scott and Kelsey Goldstein. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. We're so excited to talk to you today. And it's really awesome that we met you through the Podcast Connector Network. And like Kelly said, I've loved getting to know you a little bit um, at the happy hours. And we just love your energy. (laughs) You make all the conversations so much fun. So we're really excited to have you here and just chat a little and get to know a little bit about you and your brand. So why don't you go ahead and start off by just introducing us to Kiki and tell us what you're about and kind of the origin story of your company. Okay, great. What am I about? Like, what, what am I about? Like, that's a good question. I hope there's like no quiz later. Cause I don't know if I'll have the right answer, <laughs> but I am Kiki. Yes. Um, so I've created Kiki's Kiki's mustards. People, um, know it as, and it's basically a chickpea based spread and three flavors. And it does have the skeleton crew of ingredients that make up mustard. However, it is so different that when people who are not mustard lovers actually have it, they love it and they eat it. So, um, it started in 2013. It was a random, it was random. Like there was no, I have no culinary background. Like some people (laughs) here do, uh, I was in my kitchen. I was eating a lot of, uh, mustard on carrots as one does. Yeah. <laughs> totally the norm. Um, and yeah, so I was doing that and I thought, you know, I could make this myself. So I made it and it sucked and I threw it out and I was like, I could do that again. So I kept kind of playing around with different, um, ways of making it. And, and I finally landed on a flavor that I loved, but it didn't have, it had that. If you think of a certain yellow mustard that will remain nameless, it had <laughs> that watery consistency, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really like that consistency. And I was like, well, and I opened my, I'm like, what can I add to it? I didn't want to add flour. I didn't want to, you know, you could do that, but I opened up my cupboard and I just happened to have a can of chickpeas. So I put them in my little food processor and Kiki's was Kiki's flustered mustard. The OG of the flavor train was born. And yeah, so it was kind of like, it was a random thing to do. I, you know, I was, I was in a really bad, uh, like a toxic relationship at the time. So it was, um, a place for me to kind of reestablish my self-worth and my, how I knew myself by creating. So not only, well, so that, but then I made it and I started handing it out for free because I wasn't, I didn't do this. So I kind of came into the business of this later down the road, but I didn't do it to, to create a business. I did it for myself and then handed it out, shipped it back East to the East coast. Cause I was living in Colorado at the time and people were like, Oh, we love it. But you take so much. It takes you such a long time to make it we can't have you just like give it to us for free. And I was an idiot. And I'm like, no, 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 it's totally fine. Like I love paying for shipping. And, um, 
And they're like, no, no, no. So I pretty much duct taped together a website and I couldn't tell you what I used to do that at this point in time. The shipping rates were so off. I constantly was losing money on shipping, but I didn't care because I was like, look at, they love it. Um, I went to Hobby Lobby and I got tiny two ounce flip top jars. And um, because I had to sanitize them and they were hot, I knew I couldn't put something cold in them. So I heated the mustard um, in a double boiler, which I just happened to have. Interesting. And which is really the process of how it gets made now. But unbeknownst to me, then it was just like, I don't want the glass to crack because of the cold and to steaming hot. You know, I didn't realize what I was really doing. So long and short of it, I left there and I didn't make the mustard for about six months when I moved back to the East Coast. And I was kind of trying to get my footing back. And I, you know, I was just trying to feel good about me and the one thing that kept coming up is like, why am I not making that anymore? And people were asking for it. So I was like, oh, all right, I could do that again. I added a second flavor, the smoky peppers, which is all this beautiful poblanos are in there. And then, um, a year later I rebranded for like a 900, no, it was like a fourth time. And that's the, that's what you see now. And I came out with the taste bud terminator, which is the hot one. And yeah, so that's, the quick and short of it all or the long and short of it all, I <laughs> whichever. I love it. I mean, I think it's really cool how you didn't intend it to be a business and that just shows how passionate you really are about it. And I definitely, from, from your packaging to your website and just the way you talk about it, I feel that all the way through and I can vouch for the mustard because I've had the amazing opportunity to try it. And it is truly not, I wouldn't even equate it to mustard. It's like its own being, but it's so amazing. And I literally had it as basically its own snack earlier with like, I would say the chips were more of a side to the mustard, but it's that good. You just want to eat it straight. (laughs) Whatever vehicle you could get it into your mouth with, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. It's not the vehicle. It's Mm -hmm. about the mustard. (laughs) I have to get you some Cal. Definitely. I love the names you have for everything too. They're so like catchy and fun that like, I definitely want to try all of them. Oh yeah. yeah. You can try some recipes out with the mustard Kelly for your cooking. Oh, for sure. Um, one of my questions based on your story was at one point, at what point did you decide, Oh, this is going to be my business, my baby, all of that. I know it sounds like you came across it gradually, but was there ever like a point that you're like, okay, yes, this is going to make it happen. Yeah. Like last week, I think I really finally decided. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Last week I kind of like, I think I'm all in on this. Um, no, I think it was, I think there were two moments that were pivotal for me. I think when I fought to, I think when it, it failed at the very first co-packer I ever used. Um, so I, I found a co-packer, which means I don't make it anymore. They make it for me, but it's my recipe. And, but I had to go to this co-packer and I had to help do it, which was like, not what I anticipated. (laughs) And unfortunately the flavor was the same because, you know, it was all the ingredients, but the texture was like creamy peanut butter. And that Mm -hmm. is not the texture that it was supposed to be. And I was totally devastated and I, you know, went home and I, I remember right where I was standing and I was crying and I was like, this is done. Like we're, I'm done now. Now I'm done no one's going to buy this. Um, no one, no one will love this. I it's totally the antithesis of what I've been putting in the market. And 
then that was a day I gave myself that day. Mm-hmm. And the next day I was like, no, no, F that. Like, we're not going down with that, you know? So I put it out on the market and people bought it because the, the flavor was, that was the same. So thankfully that saved me. But that was the moment where I'm like, if I'm, if I didn't give up now, then I might as well keep going. So that was definitely the first moment I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. And I think the second moment was when I did come out with the, the last flavor, because I really feel like I hit the pitch with that one. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing, I guess. Like <laughs> my parents were like, get a master's degree. I was like, sure. And they're like, and make a mustard line. Like, yeah, no, that was not the plan. That was not, this was not the plan. Well, I'm really excited for where it's all going. It sounds like you have some very amazing, probably secretive plans, but (laughs) I'm going to keep buying all the mustard flavors in the meantime. I'm seriously in love. I'm also curious. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like you just dove into this. Did you really know what you were getting yourself into um, (laughs) as a new business owner at the time? No. And like, what was the most, I guess, unexpected thing you encountered that you would tell other people who are thinking about doing something similar? Okay. So no, I didn't, I didn't have any idea. So I, I, you know, I, I'm a figure it outer. Um, I'm not a DIYer. I'm a figure it outer. So if I just figured it out and I think two things, I think I would say to someone who's trying to get into anything, you know, whatever it is, is like, give yourself, like take a deep breath right before overwhelm hits you because you're smarter than you give yourself credit for. We all are smarter than we give ourselves credit for. So you have to take a moment and take a breath and say like, okay, you know, like I'm not inventing the wheel for the first time. You know, I always tell people like, I'm not doing brain surgery. Like it's, it's a condiment spread. Let's all relax. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like, and you could figure it out. And the other thing you could do is the biggest, my biggest tip. And I say this all the time. It's like, always my constant, know what you don't know when you don't know it. So basically saying like, if you don't know it, that's great. Own it. And then find somebody who does, there's no shame in asking for help. At what points in your journey have you had to do that and like ask for help and like any like moments that stand out that were like, Oh, I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to reach out to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. All the time. Like I do it all the time. (laughs) I don't ever not ask questions. Um, I love talking to people. I love asking questions, but I, I started even in the very, very beginning before when I was doing it in the, my little hobby lobby jars, I was calling like manufacturing. I got the number for like a, a whatever comp, I forget who owns Jif peanut butter, mm-hmm. but I like called a manufacturing plant. Like, Hey, um, anyone that could talk to me about packaging and they're like, who are you? And, and like, you know, <laughs> that's amazing. So, but you know, I just, I always, because somebody has the answer. I'm not doing anything new. I'm not doing anything that's changing the world per se, but I'm doing something that I love that brings levity to people's lives that up levels their dishes and their palates. Um, so there, there are people to ask and I, I would do it in the beginning. I did it. Oh gosh. You know, trying to find a co-packer, well, trying to find that second co-packer, you know, that was getting back on that horse was hard. Cause I, you know, you think you're going to, it's like a relationship, like, Oh my God, he cheated on me. Every guy's going to cheat on me. Yeah. <laughs> like co-packer trust issues. So, but you know, then I found another one. And then now with this, the secret that you're saying, I have a dessert spread coming out. 
Um, I had to find, I found another co-packer. Um, so you just keep, you just, it's, it's just constantly evolving and learning. And if you're not able to do that, if you're someone who doesn't like change, don't start a business. (laughs) I think one of the biggest things too, is so many people nowadays are just conditioned to be afraid to ask for help for whatever reason that is. It's kind of, whether it's a pride thing or just, I don't know, but I see it all the time and I've seen it with myself and I feel like accept the help that's given to you or that's available to you and don't be afraid to seek it out. Yeah. And a lot of people just shut down when they realize that things are kind of falling apart instead of using their resources to their advantage. I feel like. I think they do. And I think people feel like they burden other people, Mm -hmm. but you know, if people call me all the time and say, you know, how did you do that? You know? And I'm like, well, what specifically, you know, (laughs) you're not going to get into like the novel of my life of this is of Kiki's, but you know, I, I like to help people because there was no one that's the bigger thing for me. And I think maybe for a lot of other people, and some people do feel like they're giving away the keys to the kingdom, but I'll give you the keys to the, I'll give you the blueprint. There's no effing way that people are going to be like, I'm going to go make a spread now. Like no one's going to, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> a lot to do that. Right. So I'm happy to nav help navigate and, and show you the path because I was Googling, you know, literally that's what I did all the time, every day, Google, 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 and they're not paying me. So I think they should now, but, um, <laughs> you know, Google, it was Google. It was just Google all the time. So I'm happy to help people, but I think people feel yes, like a bit self-conscious asking for help. But I also think on the flip side of that, they also feel like, well, I don't want to burden somebody with these questions. Yeah, yeah definitely. I've definitely been there as a small business owner myself too. It's definitely hard to navigate at first and you don't want to burden people, but then you realize what, if I was in their shoes, I would like want to help other people too. Like you, mm-hmm. that you wouldn't mind like helping people and showing them the way. Cause obviously that would have helped you a lot in the beginning too. And yeah, yeah good, good. Thank God for Google. Cause like, what else seriously. will we do? I know. Seriously. I love Google. <laughs> so speaking of food, you also have a podcast life over brunch and it is a real party of a podcast, <laughs> but why don't you give us a brief overview of what your podcast is all about for those that still need to check you out? Yeah. So life over brunch is like just an extension of the Kiki's brand because I wanted to have, um, I just wanted to, I, I I don't even know why to start. Everyone has this beautiful starting story of like why they started their podcast. And I was just something else. I was like, Oh, I want to do that. So I did it. Um, I, I did it because food is something that brings you around the table. It, it connects you with people. You know, the people have food stories from every of the, all of their heritage and their background and their families and their loved ones. And uh, there's so much that food brings together. So I wanted to do something like that. So the Life Over Brunch podcast, I hope, brings people together through their ear, ear balls when they're listening to me. And, um, you know, and just open up the platform for other makers. So that's kind of the, the path I took. So it's, you know, food, small business and self-development. And I do solo episodes too. And I get like really fired up and I want to just like inject that light into somebody else's soul. Oh my soul. gosh. I love your, your solo episodes. They're Thank little you. nuggets that just, they do fire me up when I listen to them. I'm like, yeah, I can take on the day now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I want to, yeah, I want to just sort of like inject that in people's veins and just get them moving. And then the, my guests are makers or, you know, I, for a while there was like just makers in the food industry, but like that didn't work because I thought there's so many people out there that are doing so many amazing things 
and everyone needs a platform because everyone has a voice and they need to use their voice. So that's really what it's for. It's just for people to use their voice. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun podcast to listen to. So if anyone hasn't listened, go check it out. You're going to love it just as much as you love the mustard. Um, what would you <laughs> say is your favorite part about podcasting and being a podcaster? I love it. I love it. I would love to do this just like all the time, full time, every day of my life. It's so not that right now for me. So, uh, but I do, I don't know. I love, well, I mean, I'm an only child, so give me a mic and <laughs> let me go, you know, that kind of thing for sure. But I love talking to people and just chatting and vibing off of people's energy and, and just seeing what they have to offer. There's so many people I had on my podcast that I probably would never have talked to if I wasn't in this food lane that I'm in, or if I, if I didn't start a podcast, so maybe I would have on some different end, but you know, not because of this. And I don't know. I, I just love, I love the people. I love talking to people. That's, that's what I really, I love that. I mean, I love doing the solo episodes, but you know, there's something about two people talking that makes such a difference. Yeah, for sure. And I think especially one thing with not just makers, but also other people that are in the podcast world. And this is why I love our happy hours at the podcast connector is you just feel everyone's passion behind what they do. And it really fuels your own fire. It's just so awesome to see the different niches that people are passionate in and how they bring their own gifts to the table. And I find it really inspiring. And I love that you've kind of created a place where people can can share their own personal stories. And sometimes it's things that you wouldn't have expected, but they're inspiring. So where else can people reach you, Kiki, um, if they want to connect with you or get to work with you? Oh my God, I'm all over the interweb. So come and find me. I am um, Instagram uh, at Kiki's Mustards. LinkedIn, I love hanging out there. <laughs> I am a fa- I'm still on Facebook. You could find me there. TikTok. I mean, I'm in Clubhouse, but I don't start any rooms. So like, don't come knocking on my door because there's no door because I have no room. <laughs> Um, and you know, pretty much anywhere you can go to the website to kikismustards.com and you can leave me a, a message. You could send me a note, DM me, smoke signal, whatever. I love talking to anybody all the time. Awesome. And you also have a membership coming out, right? Yeah. I'm really excited about that. So the two things coming up on the docket right now for the Kiki's world, um, are the dessert. There's the dessert spread. So the dessert spread is better than Nutella. And that will be fighting words. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm really, I mean, I'm pretty, hopefully in eight weeks, it'll be like in everyone's mouths. But um, (laughs) yeah, so I'm, I'm, everyone's like, oh, are you worried about Nutella saying something? And I was like, what? If Nutella has a problem with me saying that, like they're doing something wrong because they're a massive company. Um. They should but have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> they really should. If like this time, the fi in their ointment, like they need to go talk to somebody, which is fine. We all should. But um, I think that that's exciting. So that'll be coming up. And then, yeah, so I'm launching um, the collective, which is a monthly membership community for female entrepreneurs to energize them and to get them to from stuck in their small business, or if they're right at the beginning and they have this concept of, I don't know what to do next to get them out of stuck and into aligned growth in their business while also connecting with like their feminine energy to make their badassery come out at the, 
at the end of I it. I love it. Just like you were able to do. Yeah, I guess uh, we're still working. Everyone's a work in progress. That's amazing. Well, I'm really excited for that and everything coming down the pipeline. Um, I guess if there's one more thing I'd like to ask you, it's, I know you have these kind of wisdom bombs and that's what you like to talk about on <laughs> your solo podcast episodes, but what's on your heart this week and what's one thing you'd like to leave everybody with to kind of think about and take away from this? I would say, why not give yourself another chance? That's, that's today's wisdom bomb. I love that. I'm stealing that. But Ooh, yeah, I, why not? I feel like I need to go journal now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Why, why not give yourself a second chance? Because I think we, um, we're real quick. We, I don't think we're as quick to judge other people as we are to judge ourselves. And I, all day long, we, we talk to only ourselves, really. It's the longest running conversation of our life. And if that narrative is in the toilet, you know, that's how you're showing up in the world. That's how you're approaching problems. That's how you're relating to other people. So if you give yourself one more chance and you start sort of changing that narrative, you'll find so much changes and so many doors open and you'll be absolutely filled with abundance. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. That was amazing. You sound like my therapist. So I know yeah. your membership's going to be really Can good. Can we make these calls weekly? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Kiki. We are so glad that we were able to connect with you again and I'm sure we'll see you around and thank you again so much. This has been really fun. So cool. You guys, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I love you guys. And I can't wait to our next uh, podcast connector happy hour. Yeah. And I'll be on the lookout for your dessert spread. I'm super. Yes. Yeah. Everyone go check out Kiki, her podcast and all of her mustards and soon to be dessert (laughs) spreads because they all are going to be great. So excited. Amen. All right. Take care. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.